Hey everybody, welcome to the Amazon Book Club. This week we're reading Pet Cemetery by Stephen King. That's right, the hit movie has been adapted into a book by the controversial Iowa congressman. This one's going to be a wild ride. Amazon Book Club. My name's Austin Hanna. Hello, I am Ganesh Sarma. Hey, I'm here in my Shane Brooklyn. Okay, good. This is one. This is a. You paid for this. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Hello, I'm Shane Brooklyn. That's better. This week, we're reading a book called Pet Cemetery by Stephen King, which is a, apparently it's a very famous book, is what I've been told. I've never read it and I've never seen the movie, so I'm kind of in for a surprise here. What about you guys? I'm sure you've seen the movie. I have not. You haven't? Me neither. No, have you or read the book? Read it? Nope. None of us are familiar with this? Nope. Oh, this is like a real episode then. All I know is cemetery spelled wrong. Yeah. What's up with that? I hope we find out more. Well, shit. Okay. I'm glad. I didn't know none of us knew anything about it. This is uh, sort of shameful, but also a positive. Now, I, I feel like I'm going to be showing my ass a little bit here, but I have Please don't, sir. I haven't read a single Stephen King book. Um, I have read Cujo. And that's it. That's it? Yeah, I've read part of Carrie. I'm just not a big horror guy and most certainly not a reader. So those are kind of the two downfalls there. Shane, you a big king? You know, you a kingsman? never read the books. But you've seen the films. Seen the films we, and TV shows are and we, you name it. Are we idiots? Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. Obviously. We're, we're look done. at us. We're bad. Look we're at bad. us showing our asses here. <laughs> Don't care for that expression. Kind of like when people say taking the piss. It's like, I don't like hearing that. All right. Well, if you've ever listened to this podcast, what are you doing paying for it? I guess I'll tell you what we do anyway. We read the first page of a free ebook. Then we read the. 20, we don't 20, need to do this. We read. We don't. No, look this at isn't us. A free book. This I paid thirteen ninety nine for this. Oh my yeah. God. I'm way off base. This is an episode you've paid for and this book costs us money. So why am I even? Fuck it. Fuck this. Let's play it fast and loose, baby. Let's just jump into the synopsis. Pet cemetery. Where's why the pause? I thought you should be ready. Come on, are you uh, yelling at me? Let's cl- let's uh, tighten it up a little bit, fellows. Tighten we don't want to be showing ass or taking the piss out of our own hey, asses. You peeing on my face? Okay, nope, I'm no, not. No, but sir. he's taking the piss. Don't and don't it on don't your don't face. pee on my uh, don't don't pee on my don't pee on my uh, face and tell me it's raining. Is that a thing too? Don't piss on my butt. Okay, I don't know. I don't know idioms. Don't right? piss on my butt and tell me it's hot outside. Yeah, there it is. Your mom ever say that to you? Soon to be a major motion picture from Paramount Pictures, starring John Lithgow, Jason Clark, and Amy Simitz. They put Simitz. This, can't be it. They put this in for the new movie? Yeah, John Lithgow, baby. Hmm. And the guy from Planet of the Apes. Shit. The new one. Harry from Harry and the Hendersons? No. It's well, their, It's their second movie together. It's not. The first one being Harry and the Hendersons. He's Mr. Henderson. When Dr. Lewis Creed takes a new job and moves his family to the idyllic rural town of Ludlow, Maine, this new beginning seems too good to be true. Despite Ludlow's tranquility, an undercurrent of danger exists here. Those trucks on the road outside the Creed's beautiful old home travel by just a little too quickly. For one thing, 
as is evidenced by the makeshift graveyard in the nearby woods where generations of children have buried their beloved pets. Oh, Yikes. No, thank you. I don't like a graveyard that's makeshift. I need a full-on professional graveyard. Well, these are for pets. I I still need plots. I need a fence. I need some level of maintenance and care. No one once saw that paperwork. I. You remember we had a makeshift pet backyard in a house we lived in together. A makeshift pet backyard. We had a grave in the backyard of our house in college. It was for a dead cat named Baby Benicio. It was painted also with glitter paint. Yeah. It was just a brick. It was yeah. a brick was painted, a br- and it had a crude drawing of a cat, and it said, Baby Benicio, tumors took you away. Is, too soon. Tumors is, took you away too soon. This is true. And the unfortunate uh, end to the story is that when we moved out, a series of even worse bros moved in, and they painted the interior of the house with chalkboard paint and put up black lights. And one day we went over there. They were having a party, and we were like, let's go check out the old pad. And we showed up, and they picked up Baby Benicio's grave, and they chucked it on top of the garage. They did? They did. Yeah, they did. No, they did. Yes, they they did. did. Baby Benicio's grave was desecrated in front of my eyes. (laughs) And I couldn't do a damn thing about it because I wasn't paying the rent anymore. And baby's Benicio bodies comes with the rent. You sign the lease and you get Benicio. Well, I hope he haunted them. I did break into their house once. You did. I was with you. Yeah, we did. It's fine. Those I, are fun. That's like this is the younger years. Breaking and entering was uh, fine when you're 21. I broke into their house, went to my old bedroom and said, this is my room. What are you doing here? Well, it's what they get for taking a dump on baby Benicio's grave. Anyway. Yeah, there's a little Indian burial ground haunted by, by Indian men. Oh, dear. <laughs> I guess you're allowed to say that. I remember I carved my initials into the tree and I carved all of our initials (laughs) into that tree in a big heart Yeah, and a big heart. I actually do recall that we were, uh, we were young and in love. (laughs) Now we're old and in love. Mm. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Then there are the warnings to Lewis, both real and from the depths of his nightmares that he should not venture beyond the borders of this little graveyard where another burial ground lures with seductive promises and ungodly temptations. Sounds spooky. A blood-chilling truth is hidden there, Mm. one more terrifying than death itself and hideously more powerful. As Lewis is about to discover for himself sometimes, dead is better. That's, I mean... Sounds right to me. Sounds peaceful. I'd love to be dead. Now it says here, typical time to read eight hours and four minutes. Oh. You think we'll? Uh... I think we're gonna blow through this thing in about forty-five hours. Yeah, oh, that kind I, of time. I read at a uh, pre-kindergarten reading level. It's actually off the charts. Well, we're not even reading. We in, in we listen at a pre-kindergarten. Level. Yeah, I don't comprehend much of anything, and then I go off on tangents about uh, childhood traumas with uh, pets dying and foods that I thought tasted bad. Uh, okay, are we jumping in now to the first page? Of Pet Cemetery by Stephen King. Is that what we're doing, Ganesh? You look puzzled. You okay? You okay, big guy? I think Mr. Stephen King is already in Ganesh's brain. <gasps> I, haven't, I just told you I haven't read any Stephen King books except for Cujo. It was years ago. What do you know about him as a person? I know that he got hit by a car. Big like, drug addict. He was a he was an alcoholic. Uh, he actually wrote. A, I have read a book of his called On Writing, which is not a it's not a uh, horror book. It's like actually a manual on how to write. It's a really good book. He was an alcoholic. His brother died. I know that when like the year two thousand and two or something, he got hit by a car and almost died. I had to go through. I knew he was from Maine. 
I know that he's a Red Sox fan. I know that he is a liberal. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's more than I know about his. I know pig's blood on Carrie. That's all I know. It's pretty good. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Page one, chapter one, Pet Cemetery, Stephen King. Let's hope it's uh, good. I'm sure it is. It's a real book. Lewis Creed, who had lost his father at three and who had never known a grandfather, never expected to find a father as he entered his middle age. But that was exactly what happened. Although he called this man a friend, as a grown man must do when he finds the man who should have been his father relatively late in his life. Sir, my friend, I'd my... love you to be my dad friend. Will you be my father friend? He met this man on the evening he and his wife and his two children moved into the big white frame house in Ludlow. Winston Churchill moved in with them. Church was his daughter Eileen's cat. Ah. Uh... I was like, this thing took a weird turn, but it's a cat. Why not name your cat after the racist prime minister of England? Well, isn't your cat named after a French monarch? Louis? Oh, it's just a nice name. I didn't have the monarch in mind. Louis, Louis. Named after the song? Yeah, that's a better story than the first one. Which yeah. version? Toots and the Maytals? Or hey. Hey. Toots, Toots and, and the Maytals. Maytals. I believe that's the original version, right? Yeah. Who sings a cover that you're talking I about? I think The Clash. Oh, I'm going with Toots. Toot it and boot it for Louie. The search committee at the university had moved slowly. The hunt for a house within commuting distance of the university had been hair-raising. By the time they neared the place where he believed the house to be, all the landmarks were right. Like the astrological signs the night before Caesar was assassinated, Louis thought morbidly. They were all tired and tense and on edge. You ever heard that story? Austin? Mm, no. Caesar. Not familiar. Who's got this? Stabbed in the back. Like the dressing? Yes. Or like little pizza man. That's why the salad can be a little bit fishy. Oh, I don't get it, but I accept it. No, oh, there's anchovies in the Caesar dressing. Oh, right, right, right. Not familiar with the man, though. Lewis thought morbidly. They were all tired and tense and on edge. Gage was cutting teeth and fussed almost ceaselessly. He would not sleep no matter how much Rachel sang to him. She offered him the... Gage's the baby? What is she singing to him? Louie, Louie. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Baby's just crying. <laughs> ah! It doesn't work. It's the only song I know. <laughs> she has an electric guitar. <laughs> she offered him the breast, even though it was off his schedule. Well, don't mind if I do. <laughs> <laughs> Mamma mia. Boo this man. I take your boos and I turn them into strength. I'm like Godzilla and the power lines. Cage knew his dining <laughs> schedule as well as she. Better, maybe. And he promptly bit her with his new teeth. Ooh. Look what I'm working with now, mama. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's a late one, all right? It's a late episode. It's a little late at night for us. And I'm feeling good. Give me that money. We'll pull, we'll pull the curtain back a little bit. We just finished recording Fat Vampire 3. Hey. Yeah, let's pull it back even more. We had um, a round of cheeseburgers. Yeah, boy, I had a big old pile of burgers. We ordered five burgers. Ganesh labeled one of them extra. So what did you say? Sauce it up, he wrote in the comments. <laughs> Sauce it up good, please. Sauce it up good, he wrote, on one of the burgers. Well, what do we find? Five cheeseburgers. How do we know? What, do we got to open them up and look at the sauce? We didn't think Mine was it. sauced appropriately. I will say. Well, mine was oversauced. It was sauced up. <laughs> S- 
I was dripping. My sauce hands, up good. My hands were wet with sauce. Did you say thank you? To the delivery driver? Mind your P's and Q's. Uh-oh. Nope, I didn't. I'll give him a call. Remember anyway, me yeah, we did that. <laughs> Remember me from five hours ago? Thanks for the burger. Rachel, still not entirely sure about this move to Maine from Chicago, where she had lived her whole life, burst into tears. Right, what'd you know, I guess? Well, he knows being born in Maine, so this is actually the opposite of what he knows. How did he? How would he know what it's like to move to Maine? All he knows is uh, moving from Maine or living in Maine and getting hit by a car in Maine. <laughs> Doing speed in Maine. Yeah, man. Nothing better to do in Maine. Might as well uh, juice get, up. Get, yeah, get on some speed. You yeah. know what's better than speed? Speed? Smeed? Smeagol? Anyway, what I was just going to, I was just going to make a Snooters joke. Snooters? Snooters? Yeah. It's, the fun drug? It's the fun drug. Snooters. Yeah. Now, the sequel to Snooters is Smeed. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Snooters is the gateway drug to into Smeed. Smeed, but you don't you don't want to fuck with the Smeed man because yeah. it is not a fun drug. No, it is the funnest drug. Smeed, yeah, puts you in a trance and Smeed. you'll kill a couple people, but afterwards you'll feel great about yourself. It's made from ground up pencil erasers. Yeah, and in your mind, all you're hearing is the Venga Boys what? the entire time. Shit. Well, is that we like party? We 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 like party. That's not a bad song to hear for the rest of your life. Give it a try, Smeed. Eileen promptly joined her. In the back of the station wagon, Church continued to pace restlessly as he had done for the last three days it had taken them to drive here from Chicago. His yowling from the cat kennel had been bad, but his restless pacing after they finally gave up and set him free in the car had been almost as unnerving. Lewis himself felt a little like crying. Man, imagine being a cat just walking around a car. You don't even know that it's moving very fast. What do they think? I mean, you must a little bit, right? What do they think's happening in there? I don't know. It sucks that animals, we can just take them really, like when I see like a, a fly on the subway and it's like just on there for like, I don't know, 10 stops. It's probably it's, his whole life. It's days. like you just lost everything you ever knew. All your fly family is like in your uh, equivalent, like a planet away. Like you'll never get back. Like, like if we cross the river, you're done, dude. That's it. You have to make a new life with new flies. And it's just like, I feel bad for you. You ever see a bug on the subway and you're like, did that come off of me? <laughs> No, but I like where your head's at. One time I looked down, and I saw like a like some worms, and I was like, "Is that from me?" Do you think <laughs> that you have? Do you make worms? No, I don't know if they like were on me and they fell off. Why would they? That's I think just really telling about what you 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 see bugs and you think I brought these. You don't. They think, might have you don't hitched. think. Oh, weird. There's worms there. You think. Oh, these worms came off of me. They hitched a ride. Why wouldn't they? I'm fast, steady walker. It's true. Trustworthy. You got a you got kind eyes. Yeah, I get it. If I was a worm, I'd burrow deep in you. Thanks, partner. Lewis himself felt a little like crying. A wild but not unattractive idea suddenly came to him. He would suggest that they go back to Bangor for something it's to eat. Bangor, Bangor, Maine. Bangor, Bangor, Bangor. Maine. For something to eat while they waited for the moving van, and when his three hostages to fortune got out, he would floor the accelerator and drive away without so much as a look back. Foot to the mat. Oh, yeah, shut up and drive. drive. The wagon's huge four-barrel carburetor gobbling expensive gasolina. Gasolina? Is that a new music cue? Come on! He would drive south all the way to Orlando, Florida, where he would get a job at Disney World as a medic under a new name, but before he hit the turnpike. <laughs> medic. Nothing more fun than being the Disney World medic. I bet they see some gross stuff, honestly. Another, another kid got crushed in the walls at Small World. <laughs> 
<laughs> I was just gonna say like heat sickness and oh, stuff. Oh no no no! I'm thinking dehydration. I'm I'm thinking eight year old limbs flying from from the Pirates of the Caribbean. So this one stood up too tall. Space Mountain lopped the head right off. You're going that ride with the Aerosmith just blaring in your ears. Yeah, it's called like a rock and roller coaster. Is that what it's called? Something like that. Rock and roll roller coaster. I have never been to any of the Disney. Oh no, uh, arenas. Where have you been? Universal. Never. Six Flags. Nope. Bush. Gardens. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you've been to Bush. Okay, that's good. I've been to Bush Gardens. Bush Gardens threw me for a fucking loop, yeah. man. When I was a kid, I was like, "Oh, it's just gonna be like a little theme park. There's gonna be rides, like some carnival stuff." No, no cool, it's little tiny European countries. Yeah, and weird. you go in between them. It's pretty neat. Why? And also, sometimes, if you're lucky, on a nice, beautiful day when the sun's just right, you get to see Fabio hit in the face with a <laughs> goose. It happens. It's happened there before, and God knows it could happen again. I got a really, oh man, this is embarrassing. So I really wanted one thing, like one prize, you know? You do tell. <laughs> so my my well, parents indulged me and they bought it for me. And I was like, they please. Bought, they bought you the prize? It was a gift store. You didn't win it? No. It's fuck, not a prize. Though. I'm it's not a good at anything. It, okay. It was a prize <laughs> for me because I was a child. Anyway, I received this prize because I had told my parents, I was like, Parents, I will wear it to school. I'm going to wear the hell out of this thing. I can't wait to hear what it is. It was a huge hat. <laughs> a hat? A hat that stood like three feet tall. On, is, like a big top hat. Like a train conductor It hat was a or? three foot tall top hat. Top, that, you got that, a top hat from Bush no, 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 no. The pattern of the hat <laughs> was like the yin and yang. Symbol. Oh, you got a top hat with a yin and yang? And you said, I'll wear this every day? And yeah. I said, yeah, we want that? Because it was like $40. I remember my parents being like, are you even going to wear this? That's a lot of money. This? 40 bucks for the yin and yang top hat? In it the mid-90s? That's like 100 bucks today. Did you wear it to school? No. Once I got home, I was like, this is the worst thing in the world. It would have been funny if your parents made you wear it to school after that. I wish they would have. Do you still have that? Probably in like a weird box somewhere at my parents' house. Bring it. Yeah, like I'm going to find that thing. We're going to put it on the Instagram. Shane and the yin and yang hat. If you go to our Patreon and and bump your... uh, your donation up another five bucks, we will send you a private pick of Shane in the yin, <laughs> the yin and yang top hat and nothing else. <laughs> God, you know, we probably sold it at a yard sale. There's probably some other Joker kid that was like, Oh my God. Yeah, it's this things just being passed around from kid to kid who says, I'm gonna wear this to school, I promise. And then he goes, He's just, it's like a curse he has to pass oh on to somebody God. else. Can you imagine a little like tiny kid with a huge hat, double the size of the kid? Yes. I can see it right now. I want to, I'm, I'm envisioning it and I want to see it in real life, which is why. That's also when I had these glasses that had a strap to hold them on. Oh my, are you? <laughs> Crokies, baby. Did you, what was your deal? <laughs> were you like, uh, what was the vibe you were putting out Don't there? know. Okay. All right. Probably yeah. had some like high socks with like sandals this on. This was the 90s, man. Everybody had high socks. It wasn't until the early 2000s that ankle socks came into play. And then it was, old. everybody was free balling back then. It was like, you never knew what you were getting into. Some but, of the, the no-shows, those are not even comfortable. They roll down onto your heel. Oh, the worst. It's all for style. I don't want any little function in my sock. Before he hit the turnpike, big old 95 southbound, he would stop by the side of the road and put the fucking cat out too. Oh! Then they rounded a final curve and there was the house that only he had seen up until now. He had flown out and looked at each of the seven possibles that they had picked from from the photos once the position at the University of Maine was solidly his. And this was the one he had chosen. A big old New England colonial. 
That's what they call me. Three big rooms downstairs, four more up, a long shed that might be converted to more rooms later on. All of it's surrounded by a luxuriant sprawl of lawn, lushly green, even in this August heat. Having trouble tripping over the uh, beautiful words here. This isn't your, uh, this isn't our usual fare. This is a real man's book. This guy puts some thought into it. Yeah, it's not CC to penis, man. This was not a midlife crisis. This was a, a art. Beyond the house was a large field. <laughs> CC the- to penis, man. Sings the wonderful <laughs> top hit song. Damn! I wish I was your lover. Beyond the not house. a book author. All right, let's separate the arts. And here. She let's doesn't even pop- sing that song. No, CC De Penison is not a real person. It's uh, <laughs> no, it's she is a real person. Series of mistakes. Beyond the house was a large field for the children to play in, and beyond the field were woods that were on. Damn. Damn. Near forever. The property abutted state lands, the realtor had explained, and there would be no development in the foreseeable future. The remains of the Micmac Indian tribe had laid claim to nearly 8,000 acres in Ludlow and in the towns east of Ludlow, and the complicated litigation involving the federal government as well as, as that of the state might stretch into the next century. You guys want to be buried or cremated? Burnt. Cremated? <laughs> burnt, like a brisket, like your burnt ends. Not even <laughs> cremated, just put this guy on the spit. Give him some burnt tips. Yeah, you want to be cremated is what you say? Yeah. I feel like if you want to be buried, you're a psychopath, dude. Like, what does your body need to be around for? In a suit? Get yeah, out of here. That's disgusting. It really is. Well, now they do that thing where they like plant a tree where your body is and you you grow into a tree. No. And the tree gets your nutrients Just and grows. Put me at the base of a tree that already exists. They're gonna build a highway next to your dead body and your little cute suit. Ugh, I hate And that. your little buttons on your eyes. No thank I you. I hate that shit. I don't want the idea of me just being a rotting body with a suit on. But it would be cool awful. to be a tree knowing that a tree got your nutrients. Put me why you can do that with my cremated body. I don't need to be wearing a little fucking bow tie to become a tree i need to be turned into ash and spread in my favorite places which is like your pillow (laughs) (laughs) one day you're gonna wake up with a pile of uh me next to you say good night austin i miss you let's stop there jesus we're always stopping right after I say something truly awful. Cool. Sounds like there's a, a little spooky Indian graveyard out there that may perhaps cause trouble for our protagonist down the line. I think that's probably what's going to happen. I like the way it looks. But I have a question because I'm unfamiliar with this, sure. as are both of you. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to. Well, I am Indian. So if you're asking about Indian graveyards. No. That's not the same. Is this book about pets coming back? Or is it like people coming back? I don't know. Oh. Uh, you would think pet in the title would mean it's about pets, but it could be a red herring. could be about people. Pretty sure it's pets. All right. Well, why don't I, you know how I think we should figure this out is jump ahead to the 25% mark of Pet Cemetery by Stephen King right now. Oh, 
yeah, here we go. 25% Pet Cemetery. Ganesh, let rip. Ellie was still in her witch costume when Lewis got home. Rachel had tried to persuade her into a nighty, but Ellie had resisted, holding out the possibility that the game, suspended because of heart attack, might yet be played out. Someone's having a rough day. When Lewis told her to put her coat back on, Ellie whooped and clapped. Whoop! Whoop, father, whoop! Like, like a seal. Whoop! Tossing fish at her. That's how you whoop, guys. Whoop! That's the main whoop. There it is. It's going to be awfully late for her, Lewis. We'll take the car, he said. Come on, Rachel. She's been looking forward to this for a month. Where are they headed? Well... Disney? Orlando? She smiled. Disney, Maine. Ellie saw it and shouted again. She ran for the coat closet. Is Norma all right? Disney, Maine is the newest Disney park. It's just all the discarded Mr. Toad's wild rides from the other <laughs> Disney parks. All two of them. It's just it's the teacup ride, but it's Stephen King's head on the teacups. Well, that would be. That seems like something Disney would not endorse. Well, it's Disney, Maine. Oh, it's not Disneyland. It's not Disney World. It's just the town of Disney that oh, exists in Maine. I see. Makes sense. I think so. He felt good. Tired, but good. It was a small one. She's going to have to be careful. But when you're 75, you have to recognize that your pole vaulting days are done anyway. You don't hit that at like 74? Yeah, my pole, I mean, I figured that out when I was, I don't know, 13, 14. Pole vaulting's not in the cards for me. So unfortunately, something. What was it? You couldn't run with the pole? Well, I just was impaling myself. Over and over. Had many surgeries to correct it. It was a... I was causing a real mess at the gym. They didn't want me back. They were like, you just squirt out too much blood. Yeah, it's uh, frankly, the custodian, he's getting sick. He can't handle it. It's lucky you were there. Almost God's providence. Hey, I'll settle for luck. He grinned as Ellie came back. You ready, witch hazel? I'm ready, she said. Come on, come on, come on. On the way home with half a bag of candy an hour later, his daughter startled him by saying... Did I make Mrs. Crandall have the heart attack, Daddy? When, yes, dear. When I wouldn't take the apple with the bruise on it? I'm sorry, but giving out apples on Halloween... Yeah, you deserve a heart attack. That's I'll like s- giving out Butterfingers on Halloween. Whoa. Whoa, I mean, that's not... What? I will, you, I'm you, sorry. Apple is equivalent to Butterfingers? Butterfingers yeah. is a fruit? No, this is a I, bag. Are candy. you telling me I should be eating three Butterfingers a day? Because yeah. I can do that. You know, those food pyramids replace the fruit with Butterfingers and you'll live 20 years longer. You think apples are equivalent to Butterfingers? Bad you think, I mean, treat. I, I don't like Butterfingers. Let me put that out there. Right at the top, I don't like Butterfingers. But an apple, I mean, that's just, it's a candy at least. The I apple? Like, I don't know. Butterfingers. I mean, if it's a candied apple, you never know. The apple's probably tastier than the Butterfinger. You're telling me. If it's a pink lady. I didn't realize you were such a finger hater. You're telling me if I waggled a Butterfingers at you and said, Don't you wag that finger at me. Take this Butterfingers, boy. You wouldn't indulge in a Butterfingers? No, I hate them. Especially not if you said it like that. Yeah, especially not. That's unsettling behavior. I'd report you. Yeah. Police? No, to Uh, the... Strange man's waving a Butterfingers at me. You would call the number on the back of the Butterfingers. I'm not yeah. satisfied with this. How often do you call those ever? Ganesh seems like the kind of guy who does it nearly all the time. <laughs> I feel like Ganesh should eat I've a, a call or two in my day. These Cool Ranch Doritos were not cool enough for me, sir. Now, can I please have a coupon? <laughs> Too much ranch, sir. Yeah. Not enough of that cool. I need, I need, uh, I need a little cooler. You, you should try. A little compl- too hot for me. You should try complaining to corporations. It feels good. 
Yeah, you're right. Honestly, I hate corporations, but I also defer to them all the time. I'm always like, this is for the best. My Doritos should only be half full. That's right. I'm not satisfied. I want them overflowing. More Doritos, I chant. More! Lewis looked at her, startled, wondering where children got such funny, half-superstitious ideas. Step on a crack? Break your mother's back. Loves me, loves me not. Daddy's stomach, daddy's head. Smile at midnight, daddy's dead. I don't know that one. Don't know that one. That's a dark one. Would love to know that one. Yeah, that's, now, well, now you know. That's pure power. What does it mean? Well, daddy's stomach, daddy's uh, head. Smile at midnight, daddy's dead. If you smile at midnight, he's dead. Only if daddy's stomach, daddy's head. I love midnight. I'm always happy at midnight. Love to see the dawn of a new day. That made him think of the pet cemetery again and those crude circles. He wanted to smile at himself and was not quite able. No, honey, he said. When you were in with those two ghosts. Those weren't ghosts, just the Buttinger twins. Well, though they've been dead for 150 years. When you were in with them, Mr. Crandall was telling me that his wife had been having little chest pains. In fact, you might have been responsible for saving her life, or at least for keeping it from being much worse. Now it was Ellie's time to look startled. <gasps> me? I'm a lifesaver? Lewis nodded. She needed a doctor, honey. I'm a doctor. Of philosophy. But I was only there because it was your night to go. Don't have my license anymore, but I like to practice. Ellie considered this a long time and then nodded. But she'll probably die anyway, she said matter-of-factly. Well, dims the rules. Yeah, everybody dies every once in a while. People who have heart attacks usually die. Even if they live, pretty soon they have another one and another one and another one until boom. The big kaboom. Hey, that's what they call it. Hate to see it happen, but you know... TikTok. And where did you learn all those words of wisdom, may I ask? Ellie only shrugged, a very Lewis-like shrug. He was amused to see. She allowed him to carry in her bag of candy, an almost ultimate sign of trust. And Lewis pondered her attitude. Hmm. Don't care for it. I'm an apple daddy. <laughs> Not a candy daddy. No. No cause for concern here. Everybody who wants Daughter. I'm an Apple Daddy on a t-shirt, hit up the Discord. Hit us with the Apple emoji. We're going to get Apple Daddy shirts for everybody. Yeah, on the back, it'll say... Not a candy daddy. Got worms. Don't wag your finger at my butterfinger. It'll say all three of those. Just right down the back. You pick. Cross it's going to be an Cross essay. out the one you don't like. Yeah, we'll send a marker to go with every shirt. Sharpie. Oh, we can't afford those. Okay. It'll be a... Dry erase. <laughs> Mr. Sketch, one of the smelly ones. Yeah, these oh. ones double. You can take a huge huff and get a, a, a freaking buzz on. Whoa. Cats are not amused. It'll be the smell of licorice. And Everyone's taste favorite. Like Snooter. Oh, shit. It's the fun drug. Mama. Mama. <laughs> <laughs> How is it possible that a cat makes noise like that? It wasn't a cat. It was a ghost. My God. Could you imagine? I would love to be haunted. A haunted podcast is how you get the big money. Yeah, people love that. It's like true crime. It's the next step up. I want I want true crime victims on the show to interview and ask questions. We got to pivot. We got to pivot. We always got to be pivoting. ABP. The thought of Church's death had brought on near hysteria. Oh, Winston Churchill died? But the thought of grandmotherly normal Crandall dying, that Ellie seemed to take calmly. A matter of course, a given. What did she said? Another one and another one until boom? Here comes the boom, ready or not. Is that P.O.D.? Here comes the boys from the South. Is that P.O.D.? It's, yeah. uh, yeah. That song's about having a bad heart. Yeah. 
It is. The kitchen was empty, but Lewis could hear Rachel moving around upstairs. He set Ellie's candy down on the counter and said, It doesn't necessarily work like that, Ellie. Norma's heart attack was a very small one. I was able to administer the treatment right away. I doubt if her heart was damaged much at all. I punched her heart a couple times. Now it works again. Oh, I know. Ellie agreed almost cheerfully. But she's old and she'll die pretty soon anyway. Yeah. Mr. Crandall, too. Yeah, let's kill him. Can I have an apple before I go to bed, Daddy? No. But I'm Apple Daddy. He said, looking at her thoughtfully. Go up and brush your teeth, babe. Yeah, don't care for that. <laughs> That's what you used to say to me when we lived together. <laughs> Go up and brush your teeth, babe. I'll be right there. <laughs> I'll floss you. <laughs> oh, dear. No, no, no. Does anyone really think they understand kids? He wondered. When the house was settled and they were in their side-by-side twin beds, Rachel asked softly, Was it very bad for Ellie Lou? Was she upset? No. He thought she, she liked it. Say this she, stuff out loud. What are you thinking? She knows old people croak at regular intervals, just like she knows to let the grasshopper go when it spits. Like she what? knows that if you stumble on the number 13 when you're skipping rope, your best friend will die. Like she knows that you put the graves in diminishing circles up in the pet cemetery. Is he just thinking this and not saying anything back to it's her? It's been Correct. a minute and a half. Nope, he said. <laughs> she handled herself very well. Let's go to sleep, Rachel. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Good <Nope>. night. <laughs> <laughs> See you tomorrow. Goodbye, that, wife. That night as they slept in their house and as Judd lay wakeful in his, there was another hard frost. Oh. <gasps> rock hard. The wind rose in the early morning, ripping most of the remaining leaves, which were now an uninteresting brown from the trees. The wind awoke Lewis and he started up on his elbows, mostly asleep and confused. There were steps... <laughs> Woke up on my elbows again. <laughs> Not sleeping well. Did Why? Hear, did I hear it right? That they're sleeping in two twin beds. Imagine waking up on your elbows and, and, and yelling, why, into the night? Why have I woken up like this again? What did I do to deserve this? My elbows are so sore. <laughs> oh. Am I cursed? Yeah, two twin beds. That's what the uh, pilgrims did. Mm. Yeah, you push them together. A little puritanical. Yeah, that's what I was going to go that's for. That's right, when you want to make whoopee. You push the two beds together, and then you one of them gets under, and one of them gets on top, and you stick it through the middle. I was going to say. <laughs> I think no. that's what happens, right? You push both of the beds together, and then you you both stand in the middle, and then push them the rest of the way so you're stuck, and you both go, we're stuck. Yeah, that's right. Then the fire department comes and pulls you apart with the jaws of life. And uh, then the firefighters say whoopee the whole time. Yeah, Let's whoopee, make it whoopee, whoopee, baby. That's right. The puritanical way. Mm. God's way. Ooh, he's a fair god. Let's stop there. Okay, that's fine. Hey, this book is not yet scary. It's because you're so tough, man. I do have just an aura of uh, invincibility around me that most people can't deny, and I apologize for it. Hey, what do you guys think of, what's the first thing to come to mind when you think of ghosts? Like, what's your image in your head? Casper. Uh, Slimer from Ghostbusters. I was going to say Casper too, but I think my Casper might be different. A mattress? Are you thinking of it's his It's my uncles? Casper mattress. Are you thinking of his uncles? No, I'm thinking of the old cartoon from like the 50s that oh, for some reason the angelic we had, yeah, we had on VHS. Whereas uh, Ganesh is thinking of the uh, the rendered three-dimensional Casper with yeah, uh, Bill, Bill Pullman. The ghost of Devin Sawa. Little Christina Orici. 
Yes. Well, I, like I said, I think of Slimer from Ghostbusters, and I stand by it. Let's jump ahead now to the 50% mark, right? 50? Is that where we're at? Sounds good. Pet Cemetery by Stephen King. Come on, 50% mark, Pet Cemetery. We're having fun, folks. It's worth it. It'll all be worth it, man. She took the pill and then told him the rest. Her voice remained calm throughout. The tranquilizer was doing its job. Oh. The next-door neighbor had retrieved eight-year-old Rachel from behind a tree where she was crouching and screaming, Zelda's dead, over and over. Oh, no. Rachel's nose had been bleeding. She had blood all over her. The same Zelda? neighbor that had called the ambulance and then her parents. After getting Rachel's nosebleed stopped and calming her with a cup of hot tea and two aspirins, she was That's able to- kids love. A nice hot tea and a couple aspirins. Only if you jam the aspirins in a cut-up hot dog. <laughs> mm, and then put that in the tea. Just like Mama used to make. For doggy. That's she, how you give dogs their medicine. For doggy. She's <laughs> so natural. We used to do that for doggy. Was your childhood dog just called doggy? Oh, Did man. you have a dog? Yeah, we had a bunch. What was the best one? Did you have a dog uh, named Bruno? Nope. Did you? No. Okay. <laughs> what was your dog's name, Shane? I had a dog named Dolly. Was that I like had the a big dog- one? What's like the big one? When you think my dog, what's the dog that comes to mind? Dolly? Beauty. Beauty? Yeah, I named her. Because it was a black lab, like Black Beauty. Oh, the horse, well, you know, from the I, books. I get it. Fuck ass. Hey, man. <laughs> listen, I'm... I am judging you for naming a dog Beauty, but I'm not going to say it out loud. I want you to think well, that that's Well, my cool. family gave me a round of applause when I came up with the oh, name Beauty. Oh, dear. Uh, what's some, give, give and then some. I named our other dog Josie because we had two cats. So it was like Josie and the Pussycats. You've got a nice little reason for all your names. <laughs> yeah, because they're smart names, dude. All right. Wow. Okay, fine. <laughs> Ganesh, did you have pets? And now my parents, I'm not even home anymore. My parents have a fucking dog named Siri. Like the... Like the apple? Yeah. That's spelled like that? Yes. What? Yeah. They have a dog named S- and when Siri? They, yeah, when they yell for their dog, their little phones activate, and it's like... Uh, what, how old is this dog? Old enough. Oh, to be older than Siri? <laughs> no, it's younger than Siri. They knew about Siri they when they knew named about this dog it. Siri? This yeah. is absurd. It's like, what if they, it's like having a dog named Alexa. Yes. You can't do that. Or like you another can't. dog named OK Google. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. 
You know what's funny is you made my phone go off. Turn it. Well, your phone, you know, you're breaking all the rules here. Your phone's no phones on the table at book club uh, recording sessions is the rule I've been told. Mine is on the floor. There it is. It's in your shoe. It's on the floor and it's upside down even screen to the carpet. I can't even see a light out of my eyes. No distractions. You know, no kids are going to be named Alexa anymore. No, that's right? the Adolf of our generation. <laughs> Can you tell us about your pets? You have cats, dogs, nothing? When I was growing up, no. Indian parents don't believe in pets. What did they believe? What do you have for a companionship? Just each well, other? actually, I, I had a hermit crab. Oh. I, we went to Myrtle Beach, and I wanted hermit crabs, so we went to a store to buy hermit crabs, and there was a, a really nice-looking hermit crab, and the nice man working there pulled it out of the tank, mm-hmm. put it in my hands, uh-huh. and I immediately dropped it and killed it. <laughs> oh, dear. Really? And then my mom bought me five hermit crabs. To stop me from crying. Wow. They thought you did so well with the one we gave you. <laughs> Let's give you five. Uh, is there like a break at you buy it situation with the hermit crabs? <laughs> yeah, you did you need to? Was there some sort of fee you had to pay? Yeah, to make it's, up it's called if they die, it's five. <laughs> so if you kill it, you have to get yeah, They spank you five times. Oh, no, yeah, no, you pay them five dollars. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, no, they, so no. did you ever get to that stage in a hermit crab's life where you had to... Ex- like get a bigger shell. Yeah, I had to give him a new shells. I kept them alive for a surprising amount of time, and I wasn't even the one that killed him because we went on vacation and we had this fucking little neighbor kid watching the hermit crabs because oh, it's not he, like a cat or a dog. What did he do to them? Well, it came back. The <laughs> crabs were all dried out and dead. Oh, he didn't water the crabs. What was that kid doing? He's probably just spanking off I in your came room. Back. <laughs> came back to some dry-ass crabs. Yeah, I'll tell you, it wasn't dry. The sheets up there in Dinesh's bedroom. This kid was like a fire hose. Jesus Christ. He's like, yeah, I'll feed your crabs, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, geez. A real disturbing <laughs> portrait of Ganesha's home life. Uh, I had hermit crabs. I had one hermit crab, which is probably bad. You need a couple to socialize with, right? Anyway, what? No, I don't know. Yeah. I had one, and I got his leg fell off, and then <laughs> we threw him away. <laughs> oh, that's not funny. It was, we treated him well, but he just did not. He didn't throw, he threw him in the trash. <laughs> he died. He died first. You put him where you put cheeseburger wrappers, man. Well, what am I supposed to do, bury him? Yeah. I, we, didn't have, we didn't have that kind of I connection. buried my crabs. We didn't have that kind of connection. I do remember, I buried him, not in the backyard like a normal person. I buried them in the front yard. Yeah, that's weird. Well, it was like a welcome. It's like sort of like a guardian. It was a warning. I bury, I bury them. <laughs> you come near here, you will end up like him. You see the crabs out front. I bury, right, bury them right next to the basketball hoop. Cool. Oh, for so good luck. So you were dunking on those little <laughs> dead crabs. Posing up on these crabs. Like, oh, check this out. Scotty Pippen. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm shooting it from the crabs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's an H. <laughs> Playing a horse. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, man. All right. That's... Uh, so anyway, pets. Yeah, cemetery. You love them, they die, you, you keep them in your memories forever. Yep. She was able to get the location of her parents out of her. They were visiting Mr. and Mrs. Cabrone across town. Peter Cabrone was an accountant in her father's business. By that evening, great changes had taken place in the Goldman household. Zelda was gone, her room had been cleaned and fumigated. <laughs> great changes. Zelda died. Got all, her out of here, freed up a room. All of the furniture was gone. The room was a bare box. Later, much later, it had become Dory Goldman's sewing room. Sewing. Sewing. <laughs> no, he's a lawyer. That's where he sues. Oh, I thought he was calling pigs. Like, <laughs> Like that? <laughs> That's just what I thought. 
<laughs> what was his name again? Read the name. No worries. <laughs> yeah, you asleep? The first of the nightmares. <laughs> oh, he's glitching. We got to restart him. <laughs> the first of the nightmares had come to Rachel that night. And when Rachel woke up at two o'clock in the morning, screaming for her mother, she had been horrified to discover that she could barely get out of bed. Her back was in agony. She had strained it, moving Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> That's sad. Is Zelda a human? I this think is, so. She moved. She well, They had to pick up her sister and drag her out back. What happened? In her spurt of adrenaline-powered strength, she had, after all, lifted Zelda with enough force to pull her own blouse apart. Oh. Like Superman. <laughs> sure. Superman's always popping out of his blouse. He rips his blouse open to expose his inner blouse. His alien wear. That she had strained herself trying to keep Zelda from choking was simple, obvious, elementary, my dear Watson. To everyone that was except Rachel herself. Rachel had been sure that this was Zelda's revenge from beyond the grave. Zelda knew that Rachel was glad she was dead. Zelda knew Oof. when Rachel burst from the house telling all and sundry Zelda's dead, Zelda's dead at the top of her voice. Damn. She had been laughing, not screaming. Zelda done dirty. <laughs> Zelda <laughs> knew she had been murdered. Zelda getting stunted on <laughs> hard Damn. by the living jesus damn i wouldn't take that you no look sir like a, you look like a fool zelda i'd be haunting these jokers yeah immediately i'd be saying boo you scared and i'd say zelda <laughs> is that you we cleaned your room out and so had given rachel spinal meningitis and soon rachel's back would start to twist and change and she too would have to lie in bed slowly but surely turning Whoa, into a monster. Zelda is giving away spinal meningitis for free. Slowly but surely turning into a monster, her hands hooking into claws. This is extremely fucked up, by the way. This is good. After so these ghosts are like afflicting people. Yeah. That's fucking cool. I love okay, it. keep going. Yeah, I want to see this movie actually. After a while, she would begin screaming with the pain, as Zelda had done, and then she would start wetting the bed. And finally, she would choke to Do death. I have spinal meningitis? On her own tongue. It was Zelda's revenge. No one could talk Rachel out of this belief, not her mother, her father, or Dr. Murray, who diagnosed a mild back sprain and then told Rachel brusquely, to stop it's definitely not meningitis. No, don't come back. To stop behaving Doctor, so please. badly. She ought to remember that her sister had just died, Dr. Murray told her. Her parents were prostrate with grief. You got to check that at like every year. Yeah. You got to stick a couple fingers up there and see what's going on. And this was not the time for Rachel to make a childish play for attention. Only the slowly abating pain had been able to convince her that she was neither the victim of Zelda's supernatural vengeance nor God's just punishment of the wicked. For months afterward, she would awaken from nightmares in which her sister died over and over again. And in the dark, Rachel's hands would fly to her back to make sure it was all right. In the frightful aftermath of these dreams, she often thought that the closet door would bang open and Zelda would lurch out, blue and twisted, her eyes rolled up to shiny whites, her black tongue puffing out through her lips. This shit is scary. Her hands hooked into claws to murder the murderer, cowering in her bed with her hands jammed into the small of her back. So Zelda isn't giving people, this is just one of, this is the other girl's uh, like nightmare. So Zelda's not really giving her spinal meningitis, or is she? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Is it like a dream of her? Like she thinks she's scared this is going to happen, but it's not happening. She's messing with her. Okay. All right. But she murdered Zelda. That's that's very I, that's yeah, clear. That's, that's clear as day. All right. She had not attended Zelda's funeral or any funeral since. If you had told me this before, Lewis said, it would have explained a hell of a lot. Lou, I couldn't, she said simply. She sounded very sleepy now. Since then, I've been, I guess, a little phobic on the subject. 
Just a little phobic, Lewis thought. Yeah, right. I, I can't seem to help it. In my mind, I know you're right. That death is perfectly natural. Good, even. It's great. But what my mind knows and what happens inside me. Yeah, he said. That day I blew up at you, I knew that Ellie was just crying over the idea. A way of getting used to it. But I couldn't help it. I'm sorry, Lewis. Let's stop there. Wow. I was uh, enthralled with your performance. It was really good, Ganesh. I was lost in your eyes. Thanks, guys. So that's a scary situation, huh? Yeah. Getting lost in my eyes? Oh, yeah. Uh, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I don't like to feel close to you. I think, yeah, no. She, so she killed. Is, is that was her sister, is, I'm imagining? Yeah. Okay. Killed her and is now terrified that Zelda is getting uh, vengeance and giving her diseases, which I'm not sure is actually happening. Yeah, that's about it. Okay. All right. And that was 50%? Boy. I hope uh, we figure out what's going on. Next, in the 75% mark of Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery. Ganesh, uh, read the book, please. Chapter. Oh, you're not going to like this. <gasps> oh, no. Oh. I see it. Is it high? Oh. Let, Shane, uh, what's your guess? Yeah, it's high. If you don't like it, give me a number. 40. Oh, you're real close. 41. 45. Fuck. Yeah. Well, it's a longer book. This is like a real book. Yeah, but still, like, yeah, this is page four oh seven. Damn. Oh, yeah, Whoa, we are skipping all kinds of shit. Very important thing. Out of five hundred and forty-three, this is bad. Go. By the time United <laughs> Airlines Flight four nineteen touched down at O'Hare Airport and offloaded its passengers at ten minutes past three Central Standard Time, Ellie Creed was in a state of low hysteria, and Rachel was very frightened. If you touched bad pilot, huh? Ooh, turbulence. If you touched Ellie casually on the shoulder, she jumped and stared around at you with big wall eyes, and her whole body quivered steadily and without let up. It was as if she were full of electricity. The nightmare on the airplane had been bad enough, but this. Rachel simply didn't know how to cope with it. What's happened? What could it be? Going into the terminal, Ellie tripped over her own feet and fell down. Oh, embarrassing. Yeah. Been there. Yeah, just hours ago, even. I hate falling in public. Does that happen to you a lot? No, you but... You a faller? I trip. I tend to catch myself. Yeah, but it's always awkward. I mean, sure, but I feel like when you trip and catch yourself, it's almost more impressive than regular walking. If I was constantly tripping and catching myself suavely and recovering, like every couple, you know, 30 seconds, I feel like I would be the coolest man alive. Well, that was like all of Richmond, Virginia, because it was it's all like... all cobblestones. The, yeah, these like 
the these old brick sidewalks and the bricks are all jaunting up in like different angles. It's tripping, not, everyone's tripping in that that city of people. They're all tripping. Yeah, they more ways than one. Yeah, right. No, you're right. Like that is just an unacceptable way to live. Just tripping on bricks all the time. New York City is much easier to walk. Very flat for the most part. Yeah, big well, slabs of cement. That's how you want to do it. Anyway. There's a lot of dog poop. Well, that's everywhere. You gotta avoid that. She did not get up, but merely lay there on the carpet with people passing around her until Rachel picked her up in her arms. Ellie, what's wrong with you? Rachel asked. But Ellie would not answer. They moved across the lobby toward the luggage carousels and Rachel saw her mother and father waiting there for them. She waved at them with her free hand and they came over. They told us not to go to the gate and wait for you. I love that voice. Dory said. So we thought, Rachel, how's Eileen? Not good. Is there a ladies room, mommy? I'm going to throw up. Oh, God. Do it right here in my hand. Rachel said despairingly and took her by the hand. There was a ladies room across the lobby and she led Ellie toward it quickly. Rachel, shall I come? Dory called. No, get the luggage. You know what it looks like. We're okay. (laughs) No, carry all that heavy shit. Come on. You got it. Mercifully, the ladies room was deserted. Rachel led Ellie. Let her rip. (laughs) (laughs) Unload. Rachel led Ellie to one of the stalls, fumbling in her purse for a dime, and then she saw, thank God, that the locks on three of them were broken. Over one broken lock, someone had written in grease pencil, Sir John Crapper was a sexist pig. Wow. Poignant. Good graffiti. Was he? Is there a sexist element to toilets? Uh, I'm willing to believe there is. Yeah, against uh, men. Got balls uh, in the water. It's a disaster down there. Not for me. Ganesh, I've heard complain about it. I do have the balls of a 75-year-old man. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, delete and bleep. No. Bring it back and make it louder. <laughs> make an echo effect? Yeah. Right on balls. Balls. No. Balls. No. No. 75-year-old man? Yeah. 75-year-old man. Man, man. Hey, speaking of balls. There's the cat shit right on cue. Everybody, you get your snacks. Get yourself a soda. Maybe a couple pretzels. Take a walk around the block. Get the heart rate up. Move those legs. And come on back any second now. There they go. There the shit is fresh. Bon voyage. You know how you do when you finish taking a shit? You just want to run right out of I there? I do. And I will say it. I pull that move all the time. I shit and then I sprint immediately. I don't even put my pants back on. <laughs> You're like Michael Johnson in the 1996 Olympics. It's true. I am, but I'm I'm also shitting. <laughs> so doubly impressive. So was he. <laughs> shitting on the world record. Hey, Come on. <clears throat> Fuck Ra- the world. Rachel pulled the door open quickly. Ellie was now moaning and holding her stomach. She retched twice, but there was no vomiting. There were the dry heaves of total nervous exhaustion. Sounds like me after dinner. Ooh, you know it'd be spooky if hair came out. Ooh, that would be bad. I think it would be so easy to write horror. It would just stuff like that. Just, oh, what's the worst thing that you could do here? Oh, yeah, there's uh, roaches crawling out of my nostril. I feel Boom. like horror is probably the hardest thing to write. No way. I think it's For easiest. sure. Because you, if you don't describe it right, it's just going to sound stupid. Okay, writing, maybe. But I feel like making a horror movie is easy. It's so easy to come up with stuff that's scary. Well, why don't me? you do it then? Because it's too scary for me. I don't Actually, want to scare myself. I think, I'm, I'm, I'm twisted. It's hard to find like good horror films. I think a lot of people make horror films and they're just like lame and bad and stupid. Yeah, because they're like awesome. Like, oh, this is easy. I could do it. Uh, but that's also probably, I mean, you're right. Of course, I'm wrong and I'm an idiot. But I will say that that is why I think it's so easy because so many horror films are such like schlock that it's like, how did you think this was like, I could think of something that's really fucked up and gross if I wanted to. 
Like it's all like the stuff in movies is always like the easiest, most like. Well, the, the scariest stuff is the or in the films that where they just don't show anything. Yeah, I agree. The suspense where it just like alludes to something. Did you ever see It Follows? Yeah, that no, was I really scary, and they hardly show much of the bad stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would not be. I'm not saying the horror. The, I'm not. I wouldn't be good at the suspense or the story writing or the production mm-hmm. or making it or acting or any of the actual stuff in it. But I do think I could just come up with like scary scenes. I think I could come up with something that would scare you. I would cast you in an, in a nineties uh, horror movie. I would be like the first to go. I would oh, be yeah, for sure. I would start on a horror movie about a bunch of buddies stuck at a ski lodge and we're being hunted by a, a sort of a Michael Myers character. Yeah. And you would not be the Freddie Prince. Oh no, no, no. I would be the jovial guy who like is lost. The you're first the, night. you're the Sean William Scott. I wish. Are you kidding me? I'm not the Sean. I'm the Pavarotti. You'd be like the. Um, <laughs> you'd be like the Philip Seymour Hoffman in Along Came Polly. That's a great role. When he slips on that basketball court, that's. What the, does he say? Make it rain. It's the height he of comedy. Throws the ball up there, clanks off. Good yeah. shit. It's fucking bad movie. Brilliant. It's really that's his best movie. Anyway, go on. Are we done? Or are we just starting? Is this happening? When Ellie told her she felt a little better, Rachel took her over to the basins and washed her daughter's face. Ellie was wretchedly white and there were circles under her eyes. Ellie, what's wrong? I'm reminded of myself. Can't you tell me? I don't know what's wrong, she said. But I knew something was wrong ever since daddy told me about the trip because something was wrong with him. Lois, what are you hiding? You were hiding something. I could see it. Even Ellie could see it. What is that? Is that a knife? Shit. It occurred to her that she had also been nervous all day, as though waiting for a blow to fall. She felt the way she did in the two or three days before her period, tense and on edge, ready to laugh or cry or get a headache that would come bulleting through like a fast express there and then gone three hours later. Damn. Why? She said now to Allie's reflection in the mirror. Honey, what could be wrong with daddy? I don't know. Ellie said, it was the dream. Something about Gage, or maybe it was church. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, no. Whoa, awful. slipping hard into little baby voice. Love the baby voice. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, let's do a book all about, is there a three men and a baby? What's the, look who's talking. Can we get, is this, do they the, have a book of that? I'm sure there's I want to see Ganesh do all baby voices, but different kinds. Oh, That'll be the depth man. of this podcast. That's gonna be that's a, the episode people turn it off. You could read all John Travolta's lines, but in baby voice. Baby John Travolta. Yeah. Oh, you got something. What are you gonna no, say? I'm not, I was gonna give it a shot, and then I thought I, there's no way I can pull that off. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, but funny. I would like you to try it. Um, Guise Lightning. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think I nailed it. That was pretty good. That was, that was good. good. That was good. way to go. I didn't think you could do it, and you did it. That Thanks. Good. That's what people have been saying to me my whole life. Usually about uh my my BMs. Oh hey, Guise Whitening. Guise Whitening. Oh, Guise Whitening. <laughs> Ellie, what was your dream? I was gonna say booty school dropout. <laughs> he's not even in that. No, song. Sandy is not the baby. We're talking John Travolta. Uh, yeah, I know. JT, the original JT. Ellie, what was your dream? I dreamed I was in the pet cemetery, Ellie said. Pax Cow took me to the pet cemetery and Danny said, <laughs> and said Daddy was going to go there and something terrible was going to happen. Pax Cow? A bolt of terror, both sharp and yet undefined, struck her. I got to say, this is, okay, two premium episodes in a row, two debut voices. Yes, this is 
a, a thrilling debut yeah. of the baby. We never voice. hear new voices anymore, and now for the first two premium episodes, you're busting out a fresh voice. You're like kicking the door down and marching in like a proud little baby. Yes, that's what I see. Like if your entrance is like Kramer, but as a little as a baby, baby, a quamer in a diaper, but a cloth diaper with. Like uh, clothespins on it. I think round of applause for Ganesh right round now. Round of applause. Three cheers for Ganesh. Three distinct cheers for Ganesh. And I think someone's holding a boombox and that song. I'm coming out. Oh, that sounds great. Hello, Bose. Get that Bose back home. Man, Ganesh, these people, we got to start closing the doors before we press record. You're right. It's uh, right. The, the crowds are unruly at best. A bolt of terror, both sharp and yet undefined struck her. What was that name? And why did it seem familiar? It seemed that she had heard that name or one like it, but she could not for the life of her remember where. You dreamed someone named Pax Cow took you to the pet cemetery? Yes, that's what he said his name was, and... Her eyes suddenly widened. Do you remember something else? I'm scared. He said you that too. he was sent to warn, but that he couldn't interfere. He said that he was... I don't know that he was near daddy because they were together when his soul was dis dis I can't remember she wailed she's too cute honey Rachel said I think you dreamed about the pet cemetery because you're still thinking about Gage no I'm sorry to interrupt can you say the name of the person she met and who took her to the pet cemetery again Pat's cow that's terrifying Pat's cow how is that spelled P-A-X-C-A you p-a-x-c-o-w like oh. a pax oh. on your cow damn that's scary that's a I'm horrifying name. i feel it i have I, I got a tingle in my spine i have a chills yes. running down my arms I feel, and they're yeah. electrifying I, <laughs> a wet to a fine <laughs> do, do you feel any better now no mommy i'm scared aren't you scared uh-uh rachel said with a brisk shake of her head and a smile. But she was. She was scared. And that name, Paxcow, haunted her with its familiarity. That's how I feel. Ooh, I'm scared chill. for myself. Me too. I'm getting yeah. chills. It's, yeah. I'm terrified. Actually, I hate being read scary book. Like being having scary books read to me. It's scary stuff, I feel man. scared right Wait, now. Well, does it make it better or worse when I'm looking you in the eyes? Uh, better, because I trust you. She felt. I can't see him. I just see Shane, and he looks scared. She had heard it in some I, dreadful context uh, once. No, no, no I can't. Or even please. years ago. Just do your job. This is uh, scary. And that nervy feeling would not leave her. Let's stop there. Ooh. <laughs> I'm quaking in my little boots over here. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, that's spooky stuff, man. Yeah. Pax Cow. Oh, I hate the sound of God. it. Man, tonight I'm gonna be so scared when I turn off the lights. Do you ever have like I know like do you feel scared at night sometimes? Yes, (laughs) (laughs) I do. Yeah, man. I don't know how to talk about this as a you know I'm a man. I'm supposed to be tough. I'm a big strong guy. I'm a tough mutter. But (laughs) sometimes I get scared at night. (laughs) You ever lay in bed and it's dark and you're like, what if somebody's outside? Well, I I will say that you live in an old ass building and you live by yourself and your building 
Me? Is de- yeah. You're you. talking to me? Yeah, I'm talking to you. Your building's definitely haunted, dude. No way. My building's, I mean, people certainly died there, but right. it's not that old. And a, now, probably Shane, a ton of pets. Shane my house is, your house is most certainly haunted. If Shane. you were like, working for a movie as, a, as like a scout to find a haunted house, you'd go to Shane's house and be like, this is it. They have. They've posted things on the door before. It's a terrifying house. Uh, it used to be a doctor's office. People have definitely died there. And it is terrifying at night. I feel a pressure on the bed. Sometimes I feel like someone's standing in the room staring no at me. No way. Yeah. Is this real? Yes. You really feel this? Yes. What and does Kayla? Yes. She's heard like kids screaming but the rent in the is, night. The rent is so good. The rent is so you good. It is. The rent is suspiciously you cheap. You can't beat that. I mean, if you had a haunted house, you um, lower the rent to get people in and I, stay for years and years. It seems. We've also had times where we've both woken up and the bed's just shaking. No, no, no. And then we got a new bed, the Casper mattress. Is it shaking? And it was shaking again. No, no, no. And no, the no, trains no. weren't even going by. No, 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 no. Oh, no. So you're like never coming back. No, to I can't. Well, you do have nice hors d'oeuvres, but I won't be staying the night. <laughs> uh, Man, that's scary. Yeah. I'm scared. All right, let's jump ahead to the. Oh, I'm scared. When my girlfriend goes out of town, I sleep with the fucking lights bright on Do and i don't really? give a shit yeah i that's so house scared. i don't want to go man. home tonight i'm scared can i let's all sleep here <laughs> all right let's jump ahead to the last page of pet cemetery Let's jump into the last page of Pet Cemetery. And Ganesha, have we decided? Is you're actually going to read the epilogue, right? I'll read the last page and the epilogue. Oh, I got all the time in the world. Why not? And then, perhaps simply because it had enough for one day to feed on and had lost interest in him, the call of the place in his mind simply ceased. Steve took two plunging, drunken steps back down the side of the downfall. That's Steve. Then more branches let go with a grinding rattle and his left foot plunged into the tangled deadwood. Harsh, sharp splinters pulled off his sneaker and then tore into his flesh as he yanked free. I ruined my sneaker. And my flesh. He fell forward into the pet cemetery, barely missing a piece of orange crate that could easily have punched into his stomach. He got to his feet, staring around, bewildered, wondering what had happened to him or if anything had happened to him. Already it had begun to seem like a dream. Then, from the deep woods behind the deadfall, woods so deep that the light looked green and tarnished even on the brightest days. Man, you ever just be, like, have you ever just been out in, like, the woods, surrounded by nothing? Yeah. It's dead yeah. quiet, darkness. Yeah, yeah. I, used I love to, it. I used to have to walk through the woods after <sighs> school to get home, and I would always think, like, I wonder if there's bodies out here. It's gotta be, right? One time in, like, the woods near where I grew up, me and my neighborhood friend were like exploring and we found a big pile of bones. Like human bones? I think they were cow bones, but they were big. Damn it. That's even weirder. Uh, yeah, it was weird. It was a pile. I don't know if this is unique to the South, but I feel like when you grow up in a place like that where there's just like neighborhoods with like huge swaths of just like woods, mm-hmm. you, there's always like, oh, there's like a shack out there. There's always weird shit. There's the always woods. a weird shack that ever the kids have been to where there's like bullets or something yeah weird. oh there's holes there's like loose shack. there's like loose bullets yeah. yeah oh here's a here we found an old shack with an old uh, coffee can 
covered in blood. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on in these shacks in the woods in the suburbs? Like, Dude, it's it's, in, like but weird. honestly, I guess that's possible because. Like, uh, there's stuff from, like, the 1800s and stuff still around out there, right? Like, old oh, stuff. Oh, dude, yeah. There's all sorts of Civil War shit. Like, there's right across from the neighborhood I grew up in, there's a church that was, I guess, a Confederate church in the Civil War. And they it says that, like, a shit ton of people died in that church. And there's, like, a graveyard out back. Are they Confederates? It's a little too far north. And if so, can I go take a dump on it? <laughs> but there's also, like, this weird-ass shack way the fuck back in the woods. Uh-huh. Everyone like is just too too afraid to go back there. No one knows what's in it. Damn, sounds like the pet cemetery almost. Ooh, I'm I'm freaking myself out right now. I'm, I'm we're getting in our own heads here. This is what Stephen King's done to us. Our memories are haunting us. Oh Lord! All right. Then from a, the deep woods behind the deadfall, wood so deep the light looked green and tarnished. Even on the brightest days, a low chuckling laugh arose. The sound was huge. Steve could not even begin to imagine what sort of creature could have made such a sound. Get the fuck out of there, Steve. He ran one shoe off and one shoe on, trying to shriek, but unable. He was still running when he reached Lewis's house and was still trying to shriek when he finally got his bike started and slewed out onto Route 15. Damn, all right. Damn, ripping down the road with one shoe on a bike. Rolling with the big dogs. Watch out, 18-wheelers. He very nearly sideswiped an arriving fire engine from Brewer inside his bell helmet. His hair was standing on end. By the time he got back to his apartment in Orono, he could not precisely remember having gone to Ludlow at all. Called in sick at the infirmary, took a pill, and went to bed. Steve Masterson never really remembered that day, except in deep dreams, those that come in the small hours of the morning. And in these dreams, he would sense that something huge had shrugged by him, something which had reached out to touch him, and had then withdrawn in its human hand at the very last second. Something with great yellow eyes, which gleamed like fog lamps. This is... This is... Pax Cow, dude. Oh. No. Steve sometimes awoke shrieking from those dreams, his eyes wide and bulging, and he would think, You think you are screaming, but it's only the sound of the loons down south in Prospect. The sound carries. It's funny. But he did not know, could not remember, what such a thought might mean. The following year, he took a job halfway across the country in St. Louis. In the time between his last sight of Lewis Creed and his departure for the Midwest, Steve never went into the town of Ludlow again. Good. The police came late that afternoon. They asked questions, but voiced no suspicions. The ashes were still hot. They had not yet been raked. Lewis answered the questions. They seemed satisfied. They spoke outside and he wore a hat. That was good. If they had seen his gray hair, they might have asked more questions. That would have been bad. He wore his gardening gloves, and that was good too. His hands were bloody and ruined. He played solitaire that night until long after midnight. Hmm. He was just dealing a fresh hand when he heard the back door open. On Windows 95? (laughs) Yeah, he's on an old computer. He's playing pinball. (laughs) Ski free. And now that was Windows 98. Minesweeper. Minesweeper, in my opinion, is not even a game. It's not fun. There's nothing good about it. It's kind of soothing. Soothing? It's bombs going on. Mines killing you. There's nothing soothing about that. It's I all, never cared to learn how to play. Yeah, it's like you just it's it's just you press buttons and then there's numbers. I don't care. I remember seeing the numbers and being like, "Nope." <laughs> like pretty, <laughs> pretty much immediately, I was like, "I'm not gonna figure this." Yeah, one any out. game that makes me look at a bunch of numbers is not a game at all. Except it's, it's homework. Number munchers, which was actually classwork <laughs> or math blasters. 
Uh, didn't care for any of them. Or the sequel, Ass Blasters. No, they think that's unrelated. I, I slayed at Number Ass Blasters. Oh, number number crunches. crunches. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, sure. I believe you. I didn't play that. I don't care for numbers. Don't like math. Don't care for science. Uh, not big on history, social studies. Uh, don't really care for uh, art. There was a class in third, third grade where they just put us all in this little closet of a room, yeah. and we all just played like Oregon Trail all like yeah, for yeah. hours. Technology class. class. Yeah. yeah, that's where they would make you learn how to do typing and stuff. Yeah, and like yeah, they were, they would just make us play video games, which in retrospect is insane because yeah. they were so new then. This was like the first wave of video games, and they're like, let's teach kids how to play these. Yeah, I guess. They were a lot of fun, man. Those those videos. They were, were they were educational. They were cool. I liked those. I, I guess it was like computer literacy, right? Yeah, I guess. Sure. This was like also at the beginning of computers. We were like the test run. Yeah, look at us now. Like, Doing pretty right. good. I remember when my elementary school had its first iMac. It was a huge fucking deal. The colorful yeah. one? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that too. That was a big deal. Yeah. I feel like in high school, I was still had some classes with like the old ass Macs. I feel like an ancient man. <laughs> this can't be real. How is that? Like, I feel like even if I, like the iPod was like new when I was in high school. Dude, remember? I remember talking to kids in like third or fourth grade about like the internet. Yeah. Being like, have you heard of this? The internet was yeah. sweet. I got an hour of kids only on AOL. Uh, Shit was popping. Back dude. when whitehouse.com was a porn site. Yeah, ASL, dude. That's right. 13 female Alaska. That's me. <laughs> What do you want? What you buy is what you own, and sooner or later, what you own will come back to you, Lewis Creed thought. He did not turn around, but only looked at his cards as the slow, gritting footsteps approached. He saw the queen of spades. He put his hand on it. The steps ended directly behind him. Silence. A cold hand fell on Lewis's shoulder. Pat? Rachel's voice Boy. was grating, full of dirt. <laughs> Darling... <laughs> said oh that's spooky damn she's Fuck. she's back from the dead and she's coughing up dirt got dirt mouth damn that's a scary book from the little bit we read of it yeah <laughs> i'll probably go back and read the whole the thing. one 100th of it that we read shit yeah that's spooky stephen king you are freaking me out bud did you ever watch the his the show on hulu i forget yeah, what it's called castle rock, castle rock. nah yeah, I watched it. Nah, didn't catch it. It was good. Was there a pet cemetery in it? Yeah, it tied like all of his things kind of together. Maybe not so much that, but it definitely had. I remember Shaw. I watched the first couple episodes and then slowly just. A lot of it takes place it. in like Shawshank, Shawshank. Prison. Yeah. There's um that like kind of Stephen King esque shining element to it. Yeah. The one character, I think her like uncle. Or something is the guy from The Shining. Mm. Well, Jack Torrance. She's oh. a Torrance. She's a Torrance. Now, I believe uh, Jack's son is a long boy. Is that what I recall? No, he is a very long son. Yeah, it's it's a it's a problem. Hey, well, that's that was. I mean, great. Do we have to cast this? It's already a movie, and it's going to be a second movie. Well, let's put Jonathan Lithgow in there, and then that guy from The Planet of the Apes, and <laughs> yeah, sure. Let's get them all in there, and uh, I think it'll. Or we could do uh, perhaps uh, all of the Baldwins. Why not? Just playing different roles. I different see pets. That. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can see that. Okay. Hey, is that the end of the episode? I hope so. Jesus. I hope we spooked you guys out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that was pretty scary. Thanks again for being our Patreon customer or Patron. uh, pirating the link from somebody who is. 
Don't give him any ideas. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, that's it. Thanks to Morris Reese for our music. Thanks to Chris Linquist for our artwork. You can find us at they a. They know uh, where to find us. Jesus. Well, let me. I gotta. I have a routine. Well, scrap the routine. I gotta do it really fast. Okay. Bookhouse.com, AMZ and Book Club, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, you can call us at 567 Nobody calls. Nobody will ever call. That's the end of the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Stay tuned here on Patreon for some more shit. We're going to give oh, you yeah. discounts on merch we're gonna put merch up we're gonna uh, do some other stuff who knows if you have suggestions yeah yeah. tell us what you want to hear hit up the discord to give us some suggestions we will do what you want because you're giving us money and that you matter more than the people who don't okay that's it you say dance we dance we dance i'll jump high i'll jump real high goodbye